Hey friends, welcome into the Render Podcast. You are joined by myself, Kaylee Goodall, and one of my favorite people, Brooke Hicks. Hello! Just forewarning everyone, it is the end of the day and we are feeling delirious. So this is going to be a fun episode with you all. (laughs) And it is a fun episode because in the spirit of Halloween this week, we are going to be sharing our favorite event themes. So we'll be talking about events that we've done at Render that have had themed aspects or have been themed themselves. And then we're also going to get into some of our favorite themes that we've seen online that we're both dying for a client to do yeah. because we want to be a part of it. So, yes. um, yeah. So let's just go ahead and get, <laughs> get on into, into some of our favorite Render-themed events. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010, In working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients through the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. reason why we're talking about this and a reason why some or a lot of people, I guess it depends on who's doing it, kind of choose to go about having an event theme is because themes kind of help set a tone or a mood or a vibe, however you want to say it. They kind of give cohesion to an overall event. And so even if it's just a subtle theme, which in my opinion, I think are the best when they're just like subtly woven into the design, um, they can help give cohesion and make the whole event experience feel very synchronized, especially if you have a really large event that has multiple different facets or pieces. It kind of ties everything together to give the overall feel for the event. So a lot of these past events that we've done, we were just kind of joking about like, well, they weren't really themed. They were just kind of branded really well. And I think that's the beauty of um, a, a brand is your brand in some ways like has a theme, like you have all these important aspects to your brand. And so it's easy to just like add that to an event and make it feel very cohesive. Yeah. I feel like whenever we say event themes, people probably automatically go to like the most crazy, like carnival or something like super crazy. But like Kaylee sure. was saying, it can be subtle and still feel like really curated and people still get that feeling of like, this was really thought through whenever they walk into this space. So we're excited to tell you all about it. I've actually been to an event that was circus themed. (gasps) Really? Yeah. Was it it cool? It was actually a um, networking event. I went for Render. It's like three years ago. It was pretty cool. They did, they like went all out. When you walked in, they had like flamethrowers. Wow. There was a monkey, like <laughs> literally just would like sit on your shoulder and you could take a picture with them. Wow, that's cool. And then when you walked in, there was like these ladies that were dancing with fabric. Like, you know, when they hang from the ceiling and like drop yeah. down. It wasn't that tall of a, ce- a ceiling, but they were doing it and everyone wow. dressed up. And it was like right after The Greatest Showman came out. Okay. And so that's kind of why it all got tied together but yes I feel like that's like 
whatever you think of themes, it's like way going all yes, out. Going all out, which is great, mm-hmm. but it's also great just to have a subtle. First one I want to talk about is we did this collaboration with Ralph Lauren when they were launching their women's fragrance. Beyond Romance, I believe, is the fragrance. And so it was a really cute pink bottle. I actually have the fragrance at my house. Um, and it smells so good. So if you're in the market for a fragrance, <laughs> don't sleep on Ralph, Ralph Lauren. Lauren. This is not an ad. <laughs> but it could be. <laughs> but anyways, they wanted to base the whole theme on this pink bottle. And so basically, we partnered with the design company and essentially this white open airy building which if you live in dallas and you've been to the jewel terrace that's what i'm referring to they completely transformed it into this like pink wonderland like brought in pink carpet wow. and had pink carpet all in the terrace we had our mod cubes in there and so the cubes were on top of the the um carpet and they had pink up lighting so it gave a pink hue to the, the whole room. to the whole room and to our cubes and they had neon signs that were pink and custom um, pedestals that had the florals around the um, the bottle and the bottle was sitting on the pedestals and so pretty. it was so pretty and it was more impactful because they chose one particular aspect and just went all out on it mm-hmm. and I mean obviously if you're thinking like, oh, they just went with a color. Well, yes, but they also went with the feminine notes of what the fragrance smelled like and what it looked like. And so right. we're going to um, attach a link in our show notes so that you can view all of these events. But it was probably one of my favorite events that we've been a part of because of how they literally just took a blank space and completely changed it to what the the brand needed to like shine and show off. Yeah, I was going to say, I wasn't I wasn't working here yet whenever they had that event, but I've seen the photos and you can tell it was like fully built out from like every small little detail. Um, and I mean, we talked about this the other day, like whenever it's just a blank white space, it's really hard to fully encapsulate the like feeling that you're going for. It yeah. requires a lot and a lot of work. And the Ralph Lauren one was so cool. It's so, so cool. Much. I've never seen an event at the Jewel that I was like, done something that that transformative to the space before yeah. because really truly it was completely different I think the carpet helped because it completely changed the room but mm-hmm. it was it was a really cool really cool activation yeah I love that one too the next one on our list is the tinge product launch so if you don't know who tinge is go look them up on instagram right now it's an amazing company um built by this woman what is her name Do you remember? Courtney. Courtney. And she created body makeup. So I think it's for all different types of things. If you have like blotchiness or something like that, like this makeup will cover it up and kind of smooth your complexion. And so during their product launch, they reached out to us to do floral for them. So the whole theme for the Tinge product launch was that she wanted to incorporate all the different skin tones. And so our floral team kind of got with them and basically purchased floral from all different shades that looked like different skin tones. And it was so amazing because we kind of built this ombre effect Mm -hmm. and paired it with the different makeup bottles and made this like really cool floral installation that matched all the different shades that she has. 
So one really cool thing about Tinge that we love is that they have 12 undertone oriented shades and that is the most expansive range in the body category to date. So that was one thing that she really wanted to focus on during the product launch party was the fact that she has so many different shades to choose from. And so that was why that was her overall theme and why we chose to create floral to go along with that. Yeah, it was really cool to actually be a part of like the thinking through that process from a logistics standpoint. Yeah. Because on just like the scope of how different skin tones can be and how beautiful each skin tone is, mm -hmm. that's a really wide range. Yeah. And they sent us over um they sent us over all of the different hues that they wanted to have on the actual display table because they didn't display all of their products, but it was like dark to light. Mm -hmm. And it was cool to see how we could get floral product. We A lot of the darker tones, we actually had to dye and had, I think they were dyed with beet, like oh, root. Wow. Yeah. And because beet can be like really dark mm -hmm. and that the more you dye it, the darker it gets. And so right. it's actually so cool to see how I mean, we couldn't just go and buy product. Like we had to special order all of that in and mm -hmm. and how much thought went into from their team's whole concept to how we executed it from our side. Yeah. It was a cool little, it's a cool project. Really cool. Where, what venue was that one? It was at? actually at the Jewel. It was, I thought it was at the Jewel too. And it was I was actually like, <laughs> the same venue, which same is venue. so funny. Yeah. I'll have to link in the show notes the two different events that we're talking about, but you'll be able to see like the difference in just how the space is completely transformed with the Ralph Lauren. And then with Tinge, like they're a little bit more minimalistic with their yeah. branding and everything. And I feel like having the really clean space and then just the colors made an impact. Yeah, because they, they, that was uh, an intention of theirs was the only focal point really was that main ombre installation mm -hmm. in the center of the room. And then the rest was just kind of accented with some cocktail tables with floral bud vases on top, but that was pretty much it. So yeah, you'll really get to see how transformative each event was. Yeah. All right. Next one on our list is the Bimini Beach Club pop-up at The Virgin. Such a fun event to be a part of. We did everything from floral to backdrops to lounges like we did the whole nine and basically this event theme was inspired by Bimini Beach in the Bahamas and so of course it was at the Virgin's rooftop pool so they already had the water aspect there but we brought in um, some of our mod cubes a whole bunch of different things that kind of almost had like a beachy vibe and then they had all of their like poolside chairs and we threw on some like throw pillows and blankets and just made it feel super cozy and just basically like, like you're walking beach, right in a beach cozy yes feel. like yeah. you're walking right into the Bahamas and it was so cool I'm trying to think what else we had there we brought in plants like palm yes. leaf plants birds of paradise monsteras Very to beachy. really pull in like the jungle kind of mm -hmm. tropical feel because this whole event was around the launch of the virgin voyages which is their new cruise line mm -hmm. so that's why they picked the bahamas theme and i mean the virgin itself is the the venue is like oh my gosh so good so good that whenever i did the site visit i was like well 
we can bring in a lot of really cool stuff that matches your space perfectly. But the nice thing is we don't have to do a lot of work because the space is already so beautiful. Yeah. So our stuff played off of their stuff super nicely. Yeah. The planner of the event also brought in a bunch of baskets that she curated and made a whole basket wall. And it just felt just very beachy and Mm -hmm. like the wicker and everything all just came together so nicely. I feel like that one is a perfect example of an event to where the overall essence captured the theme, but there wasn't anything specific. There wasn't like a character or anything like... Well, they did have mermaids. Oh, they did have mermaids. They did have mermaids. They were like real people. You're right. Okay, so they did. They did add in the extra. They did. It's still without the without mermaids, the mermaids felt you super beachy. Yeah, you totally would have felt that they pushed that over the edge um, in a fun way with yes. the mermaids. Like I've never been a part of an event that had a mermaid Real and life. a mermaid. <laughs> that was fun. But I mean, like literally all of their drinks were super beachy and resort-esque. Mm-hmm. And they had she had brought in um like personal fans that people could like yeah, fan themselves with, and they were all in the lounge and yeah, I want, it's so funny because all the events that we're talking about, and there's like a lot more that we do too, but all of these events, I am like so jealous of the people that get to attend them because whenever they reach out to us about, oh yeah, we have this activation or we're doing this event, I'm like, can I just come? Please? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, I really want to just attend this event because what? This yeah. is so fun. Yeah, it was really cool. those are the types of events that you want to be doing because then people are, like, pumped to come to your event. Yeah. I think that that was one that they had invited some influencers and all the things, too. Yes, that was a really cool one. Um, The last one we're going to talk about that it kind of wraps up our list. There Again, we have so many, but we don't want to share all of our amazing work with you. You can go to our website and see that. Um, But one I wanted to talk about is Bell Flight. So Bell Flight is a um, helicopter company and they do a summit every year. And at the end of their summit, they host all of their employees for this like grand final dinner. And last year, it kicked off our 2020 and was this amazing, oh my gosh, it was amazing. It was probably one of the coolest, just like full-scale dinner concepts that I've been a part of. Um, and we were, after that, it was like, I think it was at the end of January, beginning of February. And after we completed that event, we were like, dang, if this, is, any, <laughs> if this is anything like of what 2020 is going to be like, this is going to be our year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as the rest of the story goes, 2020, it, it wasn't. But that was a highlight for sure of last year. And I just actually got off the phone with um, the designer and planner of it a couple weeks ago and they're coming back. And so I'm so excited to get to work with them again. But essentially what they did was the, the way that Perry, Perry designs, um, love you. If you're listening to this, um, the way that she kind of approached this concept was essentially dividing. It was a clear tent. I don't know if you guys have ever been attended an event or been a part of an event production that has utilized a clear tent, but there's something magical about the fact that you can be outside covered Mm -hmm. and protected. So all of your stuff is covered and protected, but the fact that your guests get to experience the sky and if you're in a city, you get to see the skyline and 
um, you know, all the buildings and lights and everything. It that in of itself is so cool because it just adds a design element to it. But then on top of that, um, she, what she did was she sectioned out the space into four different rooms almost. Um, there weren't actual walls and we just basically split everything by floral and by the way that we arranged the tables. But every section was about, I think this event was about 400 people. So each section had a hundred people sitting in each section. And it basically just was an entirely different environment in whatever way that you went. The color palette was different. So there was a pink section. I think she actually was, it was magenta, if you want to get more specific. <laughs> and then there was like a granite. So it was blacks and um, charcoal and we had custom made our concrete tables for it. Then there was the um, kind of tropical green section um, and then a blue section. And so we played into that with the floral that was used. And then also we had custom lounges, which the lounges were our cubes, but we just changed out the color palette in each section with rugs and pillows and accent chairs and then the floral itself. And so it was, you have to just view this event to yeah. like really understand and like appreciate all of the minute details that went into it because the floral itself was fantastic and amazing and so creative. Mm -hmm. But I think my favorite part of this entire event, and I can't remember exactly what the theme was. Um, I'll have to go back and look and if we find it, we'll put it in the show notes. But there was a specific theme and it had to do something with um, like learning or reading. And so every single table setting had a book. Aww. They had placed, they bought all these random books um, and placed new books on all of the table settings and on top of the plates. And so everyone went home with a book to read. And so that was just like a subtle touch to kind of wrapping up the conference and allowing the guests to take something home with them. So that's was, really cool. It was really cool. Wow. We love planners that look at every single detail. Oh, gosh, I know. It's like, it's just makes my heart so happy. <laughs> I love little small thoughtful details and so whenever other people do it I'm like yes yeah thank you um one thing I was thinking of when you were talking about how we had the mod cubes and then we changed out the different colors I feel like that's a great pro tip for any rental company that's listening to this if you're doing like pods or something keeping one element the same and mm -hmm. then changing out the details is a great way to keep it all cohesive yes while adding like a different element or pop of color that one was like a perfect example of that yes. like the neutral gray mod cubes and then having the really fun color and it all still felt like the same event you yes. know it didn't feel choppy yeah it didn't feel like yeah exactly okay Next, we've talked about all of our favorite event themes with our own events, but now we want to talk about some favorite themes that we've seen on Pinterest, in life, just on Instagram, whatever. And I'm going to kick it off with disco balls. I'm sure if you're on Instagram, you've seen disco balls in an event at places. We actually had them at our launch party mm -hmm. in 2020. And it was really fun just like, Fun way to add in some like sparkle. Like I feel like sparkle can be really intense, but disco balls are just a really fun way to bring in just a bit of fun to your space. So I, I think like them. a fully disco ball 
party would be so cute. I actually went to Austin a couple weekends ago and we were at this winery and they had disco balls in the trees outside and I'd never seen it before, like just outside, like in the trees. And because of the light and like the natural light hitting against it, I was like, this is so cool. Like at a wedding to have disco balls throughout the trees would be so dreamy. So I had one at my wedding. You had a disco ball? Mm-hmm. Cute. Was it like outside? No, it was by the dance floor. Cute. I wanted to hang it like from the middle of the dance floor, but yeah. I couldn't rig it that way. And yeah. We had it on a stand and it was like, I fought for it. Yeah. My DJ was like, I don't know about that. And I was like, no, 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 no. no. Well, I guess because it's true, like you do see disco balls in certain like dance hall rooms mm-hmm. or like at bars and stuff like that. But it's fun to see them and used in a more natural way. Yeah. Like not propelling from a thing and twisting right. like outside where there's natural light and stuff like that is a really fun and unique way to use use oh, them. Absolutely. So And I've seen a lot of people do like clusters of them and installations mm-hmm. of like having floral coming out of them and yes. having them frame like a backdrop for a photo booth or um, we had ours, like you said, for the, um, brand party, launch party that we did, we had it in the center of our huppa and it was like creating the structure for our bar. Mm-hmm. And so we had disco balls in with the hanging installation outside. Fun fact, I'm actually going to be a disco ball for Halloween this year. <gasps> Cute! Yes, because I'm pregnant. And so oh, we get that- to announce it yes. on the podcast. <laughs> It's official. <laughs> so the baby will be the ball. Wait, and that's so cute. Yeah. This is my live reaction because I didn't know she was going to be a disco ball for Halloween. That's really, really cute. Are you going to like put it on a shirt or what? I don't know. I The bare belly painted? Oh, heck no. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. I saw a couple of different ways to do it. Like people do a shirt and like have just the belly like mm-hmm. be the ball but I think I'm just gonna get like sequence fabric and just make a dress oh cute and just have it like that yeah that's perfect so oh I love that yeah. that feels very you yeah thank you okay you go next since I have a few more on here so one thing that I have been loving I don't know what it is it was in the spring and now I'm just like in a spring mood and everything, but I'm loving garden parties mm-hmm. and like really fun outdoor, like ideally I would love, oh gosh, this would be my dream to host like a garden party in a flower field so pretty, and just have like overgrown flowers yes. and have just like a long running table where you just have all your guests at one long table and it's like a tea party. Yes. Oh, okay. That makes me think if you or our listeners do not follow Sophie James Wine, Sophie James Wine, go follow them because they host the prettiest garden parties and she has a winery that overlooks this beautiful literally it's so tall it's in the mountain or in the clouds in california oh my gosh it's incredible and everything you just said made me think of that she does these long farm style tables literally gives me chills thinking about it it's so pretty dreamed of doing something like that in the spring to like launch the spring but also for thanksgiving like Mm -hmm. we are fortunate here that most most of the time Thanksgiving, like it feels nice outside yeah, to be outside. Perfect. Yeah, it's like the perfect temperature. Mm-hmm. And so just doing this long running table with your family outside and so oh, cute. I love garden parties. Me too. I love, I love that. garden. Yeah. And I feel like that theme has kind of been around for a while, but it's just so like 
timeless. And you can still, like, floral trends are changing. Like, so many things change every month, it seems like, to where you can make it a little bit more different. Every single time, yes, I know. Yeah, I love that. Did you know that every $1 spent on email marketing, you can expect an average return of $42? As a small business owner, this is huge. Email marketing is something that is highly important, and I've talked about it plenty of times. Flowdesk has made my life and business so much better through their amazing design capabilities, analytics, and ability to map out workflows for different audiences. Flowdesk only charges a flat fee, so you can grow your list as large as you want without having to pay more for your growth. I love using their platform for each side of my business, and I know you will too. Get 50% off your first month of Flowdesk by going to rendereducate.co backslash Flowdesk. That's R-E-N-D-E-R-E-D-U-C-A-T-E dot C-O backslash Flowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K. Well, kind of on that same note, another trend that I've been seeing or a theme that I would love to be a part of is camp. And Kaylee was just telling me she's seen a lot of conferences that will do this kind of camp theme, but I've seen it a lot in weddings where the bride and groom will rent out like um like an outdoor space or something and they have little tents and stuff where they stay or their guests can stay and then they have like a really outdoorsy wedding. But I was thinking something like that would be really fun for corporate, like a brand coming to Texas and doing an open field corporate event and having like yurts all throughout and just have like a really fun kind of campy theme. Um, I think that would be really cool. I love that I would love idea. to be a part of a camp theme. I know. Like, we're not, I said this a while ago and then I got corrected because people actually do this. But, like, having, like, an adult camp. Yeah. Like, where you go and you spend money and, like, you're at a camp. Like, we did that when we were younger. Why can't yes. we have an adult camp with? There is that one company that you love. Girl Trip. Yes. Is that kind of like that? Well, it's more of a retreat and they don't really camp. But, oh, you mean like legit camping? Yeah, like having like going to a campground and yeah. like having activities like you would do at camp, like you know the tr- classic like having a block. Well, yeah, yeah, like you go and you dress up, and each yes. night is a different theme. Okay, and, that sounds fun. Wouldn't that be fun? I would go to that. And then they have like fun things, like adult things. You know, you could do like have a massage, like have a spa day instead yes. of you know. <laughs> Arts and crafts or whatever, but everything's elevated for adults. Yes, that sounds so fun. The last theme that I have seen a lot of that has inspired the heck out of me is Ikebana style weddings. So Ikebana is a Japanese term that means arranging flowers. And basically, if you just put this word into Pinterest, you'll see all of the floral that I'm referring to. But it is like minimal Like, if you know what frogs are, the little things that you put inside of the bud vases or whatever that makes the floral arrangements just super minimal and beautiful. But I've been seeing couples incorporate this throughout their whole wedding. So um, there's this one venue in Austin called the Prospect House. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. And it's just super pared down. And I can just imagine, like, a super minimal, like, the only thing that they have as a statement is like super minimal floral and yeah I've been seeing that and I we think actually so have a couple coming up in March that's really doing this yeah <gasps> Sarah and Will they're coming up in March yay that's so exciting it's exciting we have more couples that are wanting to do this because I love this 
oh, this concept. I try to pitch it to all the people <laughs> right. who are like somewhat minimalist because I'm very minimalist. Mm-hmm. And and some of them like it and some of them don't. But the ones yeah. that do, I'm like, yes. It's not everyone's taste. No. But it is so I beautiful. It's, cool. it's so beautiful. Unique too. So impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. There's literally so many other themes. I was racking my brain trying to think through all of the themes that I love and there's too many. So we wanted to give you like high level, like what's really making us excited right now and what we're talking about. But I kind of wanted to touch on like how we approach getting ideas for themes or whenever a client says something of like, hey, yeah, we're doing this theme. Do you have any, do you have ideas of how we could design this better or whatever? Mm -hmm. And so a few of the places that are like must must-haves for going and getting inspiration and ideas is Pinterest. Love Pinterest. Love it. Could not live without Pinterest. I think it is my number one app. And we're having an episode next week all about Pinterest strategies. So got to plug that a little bit. Yes. So come back and learn how to do that well. But Pinterest is a must. It's like literally a favorite on my, um, I have it saved on my desktop and I, I spend probably two hours a day on it. Yeah. Um, party slate. If you are an event professional and want to put your work out there or are looking for inspiration for events or activations, party slate is probably second on my list of going and finding ideas because the way that they curate their feed is really awesome because it's very helpful. You can search by themes, you can search by color, you can search by season. Yeah. Um, and it's really more geared towards events. So it's kind of like Pinterest, but event focused. Right. Um, Instagram for sure is another one that we go to. And then obviously going back through our old events and just I'll pull up Google photos and just scroll and see where I land. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's inspiring. Or yeah. Also this is like old school, but I love getting magazines and just like flipping through magazines or like old books or yes. something like that. We just got a, like an old art book from the Kimball Art Museum so and it cool. just has so many like beautiful photos that I'm like, I want like a ceramic dish that has this art on it. Like you can get inspired from so many different places. So one thing that I, this is like unrelated to like specifically event themes, but while we're talking about getting inspired, one thing that I used to do and I need to start doing it again, but I had heard somebody, I don't know if it was a podcast or an article that I read or whatever. I cannot, I can't take credit for this, but um, somebody had like brought up the idea of doing a field trip, like doing a monthly or weekly personal field trip for yourself and basically going and doing something that's inspiring for you so I used to go and like frequent a museum like an art museum Mm -hmm. just by myself and just kind of walk it and explore this also could look like just going to Target and walking through Target for like 30 minutes yes um but like building that in to like help your creative process and like get inspired in the world and Mm -hmm. by other people and so that's just a side little you should build that into your your life. Okay. This perfectly aligns with what we're talking about. I mentioned disco balls earlier because I had seen a post from Kelly Wurstler on Instagram. I need to link. We can have so many things link in the show notes this time. I will link it. It is the coolest 
she has partnered with this company that creates these disco sculptures. Have you seen it? Yeah. And that is what really inspired me with disco balls because I'm like, that is so cool. Like, imagine having those all over the place. place. Like, so cool. But you'll have to look at the image to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's so many things to be inspired by. And there's so many cool different ways that you can that you can add into an event to add depth and layers and mm-hmm. uh, really give the people who are coming to your event like a full experience. And I think that's what everybody's searching for now. I mean, that's been the case for a while with events. It's a whole reason why events even existed was to like gather people and to right. bring people together and for a purpose. But I feel like we're in this season, especially with so many people feeling disconnected and not really getting to see a lot of people that they want to come and experience something that they didn't experience last year Mm -hmm. or like have never experienced. And so we've talked about this a lot when we talk about like trends coming up in the next year, but I really think we're going to be seeing a lot of people really wanting to create these experiences that go beyond pushing the envelopes and really building out these whole atmospheres and I think you're gonna see a lot more themes coming into play so yeah that's kind of where we're at with themes and we really again wanted this episode we had a lot of ideas for this week's episode because of Halloween we thought about sharing with you like the scariest (laughs) events but then we realized there are no scary events that we've been a part of thank goodness yeah And then we talked about sharing some funny stories of what happened in our warehouse. And so we landed on this and we hope you really enjoyed this episode because it was fun talking about. Yes. And I'm excited to get all these links and um, check out the blog because Brooke kills the blogs. And I know that this blog is going to be visually so beautiful because of all the things that we talked about. Yes. I'll make sure to add all of the links and everything in the show notes that you guys can go through and kind of get a visual for all the things that we're talking about while you're listening. But guys, we hope that you have a fun and safe Halloween Mm -hmm. and that um, you guys just have a really great week. We are really grateful. If we have not told you recently, we're really grateful that you listen to this podcast. It is something that we really enjoy putting out there. And we just want to make sure that you guys know that we're doing this for you and that we so appreciate the time that you spend with us, even if it's just hearing our voices, Mm -hmm. but we um, we're grateful for you. Have a great week. Have a good Halloween, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.